The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The Mind Aware Show 43. Hey there, brain trainers. This is Dana Wild, and welcome to the Mind Aware Show, where you connect with the biggest experts on mindset, wealth, and more. Start your day with the Mind Aware, and now your brain is on board with your dreams. Hello, everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show, and welcome. Well, wait till you hear what we're going to talk about today, and I hope that we don't have a bunch of people just saying blasphemy on the Facebook page, but this is going to be a fun and new, interesting area to break into, because I'm here with Indigo Ocean. She is the founder of Awaken Business Consulting. You can find her over at awakenbusinessconsulting.com. She's the host of Conscious Business Leaders TV. You can find her at consciousleaders.tv to have her talking about the connection between spirituality and making money. And I'm telling you, she actually suggests that the making of money can be part of your spiritual practice. Making money is fun. It's fun to make money. What are we talking about here? Welcome, Indigo. Thank you, Dana. Good to be here. It is. It's great to have you here. And I just have been laughing about, oh my gosh, we're going to get nasty letters in this (laughs) this type of thing. But the, the truth is, I think your message is really, really powerful. I think for too long, we have been separating and categorizing and compartmentalizing our lives. Like, this is my spiritual life. This is my financial life, so on and so forth. So explain yourself. How can the making of money be part of your spiritual practice? Yeah, you know, it really starts by deciding that our spirituality isn't just going to be a theory, that it's not going to just be ideas that we clarify and philosophize and embrace and speak to other people, and that instead we're going to want to see it unfolding in our lives. We're going to want it to actually make a difference in our day-to-day lives, and that we're going to commit ourselves to a feedback system for how we're doing with our spirituality that isn't about amorphous ideas, but that's about concrete things that you can count. Now, once you make that decision, it's like, okay, so what am I going to use? Now, there are different things that people use. I would say that the default that people use when they don't consciously make this choice is help. But I personally don't think that's a very fun game because when you're doing well at health, you take it for granted. And when you're doing poorly at health, it really sucks. Like, it's not a fun game. And then we have money, which in my case, you know, is in the context of business. I help people build businesses because I like how the amount of money that can come in through a business is unlimited, whereas it's a little harder. You're trying to make that within a job, right? So it's like when you play with money and you say, I'm going to have this be my feedback system for how I'm doing and applying my spiritual beliefs, then when you're doing well, when it's saying, okay, you're on the right track, you're getting hotter, you get more money, which means you get to have more fun. And when the message is, no, you're getting colder, 
okay, not great, but it's, it's not nearly as bad as getting sick, right? Right. So I like to play with money. Okay, this is so interesting. This just is really a neat concept. So let me see if I've got this right. What you're suggesting is that when you consider money your feedback system, when you're taking it from philosophy, from the head kind of, oh, aren't these clever ideas, to the actual embodiment of living and breathing it, now what happens is you start to see how am I doing? Am I on track? Am I connected? And as opposed to, let's say, health, where if that's my feedback system, oh, I hurt myself or I don't feel well, I must not be doing very well, is not such a nice feedback system. And so, <laughs> right? And so let me come back to this idea of embodying spirituality, going from the head to the heart to the body, like really living and breathing this. Are you suggesting then that the more connected I am, the more spiritual I am, the more in tune I am with, let's say, source or God or the universe or whatever terminology people use, then the more money I make? If you decide to play the game there, yes, but you've got to be intentional about it because if you're not intentional, you're going to get help. Like that's the default game, right? Everybody's signed up for that one until they pick a different one. Wow, interesting. I, so interesting. So you're saying basically be intentional in the way you live. Make a decision that I'm not just going to be asleep and poking around through my days because if I am asleep and I don't want to play any game, I'm going to be playing the health game. Pretty much. <laughs> wow, that is so fascinating. So let's bring this into practical, applicable, everyday reality advice that people can implement. What kind of steps could I take if I say, okay, I'm signed up. I want to play the money game. I want to connect my spirituality, my connection to all that is, and I want to take that and I want to play the money game. What do I do? Okay, there are two primary things. Number one, you've got to get clear on what your spiritual beliefs are. Not like the 1,000 different treatises that you've read that sounded good, but I mean like really boiling it down to a few sentences. What do you believe? Because we're not all playing the same version of the game. You know, we have different life paths. We have different things we're learning in this lifetime. We have different things at different phases in this lifetime that are kind of our growing edge. So you want to make sure that you're playing the game at your current growing edge of what life is really trying to reveal to you. I can't tell you what those beliefs would be for you. I can tell you some examples, though, of what they would be for me. So one for me is no attachment, no aversion, that there should be equanimity towards different things and that we should savor our lives, that we should be loving each moment regardless of the contents of that moment, that to be a Buddha doesn't mean to be seen by others as a Buddha. It means to see the world with the eyes of a Buddha, which means seeing perfection and something that you love and something that you can savor everywhere you look, no matter what you are looking upon. Okay, This is my primary spiritual belief. So I've got to then, number two, be intentionally figuring out how do I apply that as I look at the different areas of, in my case, since I'm playing with money, my business. So when I'm looking at my marketing, how am I embodying that? When I'm looking at the actual sales process and the sales conversations, how am I embodying that? When I'm setting up my operations, when I'm managing my team, when I'm selecting my team who's going to help me with operations, when I'm doing every single thing for every single department in my company, from marketing to cash flow and accounting, how does that 
theory look in practice? How does it change the decisions that I make and the way that I move through the day? Mm-hmm. Very good. This is good. I love it. And so actually, okay, let me just recap that real quickly. Basically, you're saying to be intentional, to get in the game of spirit connected to money, get clear, ask yourself, what are your spiritual beliefs and define them? What are they? And then number two, how can I intentionally apply that to my business? And so let me give you a personal example and let's see if this is what you're talking about. And then maybe you can give me some other examples. So I often say before I go into a speaking engagement or a webinar or an interview like this, I often take just a moment. Part of my spiritual beliefs or spiritual practice has to do with being present and being centered and being aware and being clear and being intentional that things are unfolding well and that I am here for a reason and we're going to have a good connection and all of that type of thing. And so part of the way that I intentionally apply that or put that into practice is to always take a minute before any event, by a minute I even mean like 15 seconds, and just take a deep breath set that intention and make what I consider my connection to the mucky muck, right? All that is. And so are there any other ways that you think people can be more thoughtful in applying their spiritual values or spiritual beliefs to their business world and to maybe even the receiving of money indigo? Yeah, you know, I think that it really has to come back to the person starting with what their particular belief is at this stage in their life, because that's where things are going to be presented to you. That's where opportunities are going to come to you. That's where the miraculous is going to flow to you. Because at different stages in my life, I would have summed up what's up for me differently, and so it would have led to different activities. Like, for example, there was an earlier stage in my life where it was all about learning how to clearly hear accurately interpret and then confidently follow my inner guidance system. I was learning how to channel and I wanted to be channeling my Buddha nature, my true self, my higher self, whatever you want to call it, in every moment. That's what it was about. So an exercise I used to do back then is I'd go for a walk and I'd get to the first intersection and I'd just stand there and I'd say, okay, spirit, you're going to need to tell me if I go left, right, or forward, but I'm going to stand here until you decide. And then I would wait and I'd get an impulse to go in a certain direction. I'd go that direction until I got to the next intersection. And at that one, I would do the same thing again. And I would take a walk for maybe 10 to 15 minutes, just being literally spirit-led. And that was my practice. It's a fun practice. That just sounds like so much fun. And don't you all just want to go out and do that today just to play with that? Doesn't that just sound like a blast to try that? I love that, Indigo. It's so good. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. I'm talking to Indigo Ocean. You probably know her because she's the host of Conscious Business Leaders TV, and she's also the founder of Awaken Business Consulting. You can check her out at awakenbusinessconsulting.com. We're going to take a short break, but when I get back, I want to bring it back to some of you out there who may be feeling yucky about money, maybe feeling like not worthy of receiving, maybe feeling like there's weird attachments to money. Let's get in and I'll ask Indigo, what do we do to get over that stuff? We'll be right back. Have you checked out The Mind Aware on Facebook at facebook.com slash themindaware? Discover daily mantras, inspiration, the latest brain information, and exclusive training on mindset, wealth, health, and more. That's facebook.com slash themindaware. Let's connect and kick your life up a notch. 
This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. We're having a great conversation with Indigo Ocean from Awaken Business Consulting. Com. We're talking to her about embodying making money as a spiritual practice. How do we connect those two so fully that they become intertwined? Our connection to our higher self, our higher power, our source, our God becomes actually symbolized through the money that's flowing to us. It's been very, very interesting. And I think, Indigo, I mentioned before the break that I think sometimes there's a real weirdness with money in the culture and there's a real kind of yuckiness with it, kind of a, an unworthiness feeling. And let's say somebody's listening and they're having that. What would a person do? What do you do to get over that? I think that there are so many different approaches to this idea. And it's kind of like, you know, Conscious Business Leaders TV. I'm interviewing different people every week on their perspectives on this. And, you know, we don't seem to be running out of ideas, right? <laughs> so there's a lot to it. But, but to me, the real essence comes down to breathing. Money is like breathing. Well, it's, it's energy, right? And so we know that our breath, the air, brings us the energy that keeps us alive. And we have more resistance to seeing money as just a form of energy that can, that can vitalize us. But if you think about it, a healthy relationship with to money would be like a healthy relationship to breathing. You want to breathe deeply. You want to take it in fully. It makes you come alive. But then you don't stop there. You don't just stop breathing and hold your breath on the inhale. You exhale. You flow it out into the world. You get it's something that's enlivening to what is around you and gives life to the plants. And then you, again, you don't stop on the exhale, on empty. You breathe in again, and there's this constant flow of giving and receiving, but there's also a residue. There's also a residue on the inhale that makes you come alive. That's different from hoarding, which a lot of people are really turned off to if they're more spiritually inclined, and very importantly for spiritual people. It's different than this fly by the seat of my pants. I always get just enough just in time. You wouldn't want to breathe that way. <laughs> right. And you don't want to relate to your money that way. You do want it to be a reserve to be building up that's keeping the body alive and keeping your, your financial being healthy and vibrant as well. Yeah, very, very nice. I like that analogy a lot about breathing because we do have such a different relationship with oxygen and just this faith that it's always going to be there, easy in, easy out, life is good, go with the flow and never have any big panic about the air coming to me. It's always in great supply. And I love that you give the flip side of that too, where you don't have to just make it right at the very end. It's like short breath as opposed to breathing deeply. I mean, very good balance with that indigo. Really, really like that. And so if somebody is feeling kind of weird or yucky about money right now, do you suggest they start with a breathing exercise? Do you suggest they start with rethinking things in their mind and starting to tell a different story? What's the best way to kind of from square one start feeling, literally feeling in your body better about money? Well, I think that I love the way you actually finished that, that question of saying like feeling in your body because I think that's actually the place to start. It's like you have to first become aware of what your current beliefs are about money and the best way to do that is not by thinking but by feeling into your body for most people it's in the belly for different people it's different places in their bodies there's an exercise that's from the university of chicago that they found when people got better in therapy they did a certain internal process 
It didn't have to do with anything else about the therapy. It only had to do with, did they do this internal process? And if they did, they got better. If they didn't, they didn't. And it was all about really having a consciousness of how the body responds when you think about certain things. Right. So you, you want to build up that skill of being able to do that interpretation. And then it may be then for you that you find where you're getting stuck is on beliefs that came from your childhood. So that's what you need to work through and you need to see it differently and tell a different story. You need to bring it to consciousness and then decide what would you like to be. For mm -hmm. other people, though, they find that where they're holding is more around just a feeling of worthiness. There's not some specific thing from childhood. They just, in general, in life, aren't feeling worthy. And so they really need to work on their self-love. And so I could go on, like, there's so many examples, but the, the main thing is, in your body, where does the clinch come in? What, what is the way of thinking about money that makes everything tighten up? Good stuff. Just good stuff, Indigo. I'm really enjoying this. I wish we had more time. I just want to say thank you so much for being here. You want to hear how generous Indigo is? She actually is offering, if you can hear my voice right now, you have the next month, the month of December, to go, and that's December 2015, in case you're listening to this on a replay down the road, danawild.com slash Indigo. She will give you a free 45-minute strategy session where you can actually sit down and talk with her and strategize. Can you believe that? How generous. Talk about being able to work through some of these things and be able to find out what your issue is with money and find out how to release it. So go to DanaWild.com slash Indigo, and you can sign up for your free 45-minute strategy session for her all through the month of December 2015. Indigo, this was so fun. Thank you so much for taking time with us. Oh, I'm so happy to. It was really fun talking to you. Yeah, I really enjoyed this. It's Indigo Ocean, Conscious Business Leaders TV. You can find her at Awaken. That's A-W-A-K-E-N. No E-D, just Awaken AwakenBusinessConsulting.com. Watch her show at ConsciousLeaders.tv. And really, wasn't this interesting? Isn't it fun to think about the possibility that, oh, my gosh, as opposed to money being against my spirituality, maybe they're completely connected. Maybe I'm a whole person. Maybe I don't need to compartmentalize all these areas of my life. Maybe I can become more and more connected. And as I get more connected, I can play this money game. I can have fun with this. Shouldn't it be fun? Wouldn't it be fun to become more and more aware of the beliefs, to treat money like breath, which is breathing deeply, letting it come in, feeling more alive all the time, and intentionally applying it. Treat this like a fun exercise and you can do this right now. You can start today. Get clear on your spiritual beliefs and realize that it's those spiritual beliefs that can carry you out into the world embodying all this information and watching that energy come into you, that energy of money, just like the energy of breath comes in. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show and we'll see you next time. Well, it starts with you feeling good. So excited to have 15 to 30 minutes of just pure fun right now. This is going to be good. Yay! I love that. <laughs> oh, that sounds nice. I'd like that. I'll mm. go get that for myself right now. Be perfect every minute of every day. Never have another drop of sugar. Because I think if you say that to people, everybody's going to freak out. Hi, Dana. It's great to see you. I mean, not see you, but be with you today. <laughs> what I found to be the secret <laughs> Who doesn't want to be great? I love it. You know, when you're clear, what you choose to have show up in your life will, and only to the extent that you're clear. That's 
the amazing capacity of the human mind.